0: For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files Internet Video Program, please visit ExMormonFiles.com. That's ExMormonFiles.com. And now, here's Earl. Hi,
1: and welcome to another episode of the Ex-Mormon Files. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and I appreciate you spending some time with us. And today we uh, will be introduced to Tracy Bryant. And Tracy, I'm so appreciative of you coming down a little bit of a trip in this bad weather and coming and sharing your story, you. Tracy is uh kind of a recent uh, convert so to speak to christianity yeah. and so uh, and a very interesting story you have where you you weren't uh,
2: where were you born Yuma Arizona oh
1: ah, okay, and did you live there very long?
2: I um, lived there for first seven to ten years of my life, and then yeah. we moved around the country a little bit and then mostly were back and forth into Arizona oh okay yeah.
1: beautiful country down there I guess mm-hmm. and a little deserty of course but <laughs> so uh, you weren't born in the church is that right no we're converts to the church okay and how old were you when you were approached <laughs> I guess or your family when they were approached by the missionaries
2: um, I was nine years old it was okay. 1975 yeah and we were living in Sacramento California oh were yeah mm-hmm.
1: and uh, did you were you given the lessons at, at that young age or how did you they just decided you were going <laughs> to become a member,
2: right? Um, my mother met and married a man who was a, a Mormon, who was LDS. And his parents um, introduced us to the church and to the missionaries. Yeah. And they taught us. We went to the church to be um, taught the discussions. Back then they were the flip charts. Okay, and you and, were included um, in that. I, okay. we, I was there, and my, my brother, who was eight years old at the time, was there, and my mother. Mm. Um, I remember distinctly um, being in a um, <clears throat> the church those kind of chairs that you have at school with the desk on them and leaning so far forward to hear what the missionaries had to say that I almost fell over. (laughs) I, we we were, we just bought a hook line and sinker and then were baptized very shortly after that um, into the church.
1: Wow. And um, so you started your journey in Mormonism. I guess you went to primary and Sunday mm-hmm. school and all the yeah. kind of things. Did you take seminary? Um, I took
2: seminary in high school. Um, I We did move around the country a little bit because my mother was married to a man that was in the military. So um, sometimes it was a little hit and miss just because I would um, go into school in the middle of a school year, oh. things like that. But um, yeah. yeah, I did go to seminary. I was going to ask,
1: what were your, were your, do you, <laughs> was your, were your family, uh, were they religious before you? Were, uh, the, my the mother, came along?
2: my mother had been searching for religion pretty much her whole life. Like when I knew her, she was. We went to Christian Science reading rooms. We oh. investigated Seventh Adventist, I mean, everything you, were you aware can think of. of under her the searching scene. and stuff. Huh? Yeah, she just, and she felt like when she. Um, found the Mormon Church that she finally found it. The only true church. So, the only true, the church, only huh?
1: true church. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you go through and seminary. Any questions ever come
2: up uh, about? Um, not things? not a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Our family were very science minded, so um, things like the the Earth being six thousand years old or Adam and Eve having different numbers of ribs, or things of that nature, never never bothered me, but I just, kind of, and it didn't bother me, and it didn't affect my testimony of God or Jesus. We figure we'll get get to know some of that stuff later on. Later
1: on, on, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you get into high school, or out of high school, what happens next?
2: So, I went to BYU to go to college, Hmm. and at that time, I was, you know, everything was church. You know, you went to, of course, I church every Sunday, I was a... The um, family home evening um, in-charge person for that, a coordinator, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) um, at BYU. And everything was just wrapped up in the church there while I was there.
1: So your testimony was, what would you say about your testimony? Oh, just
2: solid. I was all in. I believed everything I was told. believed the the 14-year-old Joseph went into the grove, Um, everything, Yeah. yeah. Book of, of Mormon, it. I guess you'd read that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I read the Book of Mormon, and... prayed about it. I um, Spencer W. Kimball was the prophet while yeah. I was at BYU, and his voice was over the um, um the um loudspeakers yeah. At, yeah. at BYU all the time. And yeah, was it mm-hmm. yeah. just little messages or mm-hmm. yeah. something? yeah, you'd be stopped while you were going to class so they'd stop and you'd pray. And then you could keep going to class. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. We didn't do that at the U. <laughs> yeah.
2: Did that so right. did uh, any questions
1: ever come up at, at college?
2: No, I think I felt a lot of times just I was trying so hard to do everything right and, and yeah. you know go to all my meetings and read my scriptures and pray and feel, fulfill my callings and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I was so wrapped up in all that. I don't think that I really had time to think too much about it, really. Yeah. You
1: did have an interesting reaction to when the church came out with the, with the earrings. Yeah. Tell us <laughs> yeah.
2: about that. I remember right. that, um, I think it was, was it President Hinckley? I think it was that said that um, women should only have one earring and that men should have none and no tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, I took my second set of earrings out the next day. Just, just didn't bother me. Just so obedient mm-hmm. and faithful. Yeah, they, they told me what to do and I did it. <laughs> So. <laughs> how high do you want Right, you to exactly. Jump? <laughs> how high should I jump?
1: <laughs> well, what happens next then? You, you date or? Um,
2: Yeah, you? so I, I left BYU, BYU and went to Weber State um, to finish my oh, degree, okay. Weber State University, and I, I was less active there. Why was that? um, Mostly because it wasn't that indoctrination wasn't like it was at BYU. I met a lot of different other different people. Going to church wasn't as important to me. Um, I was working, um, going to school, had a lot of friends, just busy. Um, And so it wasn't as big a part of my life while I was there. Mm. Uh, But I met my husband. um, We dated for a while, got married. Um, And he is not, he was no religion at all when I met him. But I told him that I was LDS, and that if I got married and had children that I would want to raise them LDS, mm-hmm. and he said that wasn 't was okay a problem at all, that. yeah, he said that was no big deal.
1: Now you eventually go through the temple, yeah,
2: <clears throat> so for years, my husband went to church with us and uh, did all these things, but he never was baptized, and he had the missionary discussions, I want to say three times oh. before he just <laughs> never clicked for never him, just huh? never yeah people, like bishops tried to give him callings and things because yeah, they thought he was a member. Get- yeah, oh, so. and he would say, I, "I don't think I can do that." Yeah. So, um, so then he finally got um, baptized, and then about a year later, we went through the oh, temple. Oh, he did finally get baptized. Oh yeah, third times the charm. Third times or the charm. <laughs> wow. And so, about uh, that was about two thousand and one, and we went through the temple as a family. My youngest was three years so old. He remembers it. it. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they remember it, and have the kids tell to us. What What did you think of the temple
1: experience? It been it's been yeah. your first time going through, mm-hmm. I guess. So.
2: Yeah, I, you know, I... Was it what I, you
1: thought it was going to be?
2: I didn't, you know, they don't tell you too much, as no. you know. yeah, right. <laughs> um, but I, it didn't bother me. I had a lot of people I know that would come out and tell, them, tell me that, they're like, what Shocked. church did I just <laughs> join? You know, they were really, yeah. um, really upset by it. And it just didn't, it didn't bother me. It mm-hmm. kind of... I was like, okay, this, this is right. This is mm-hmm. how it's
1: supposed to be. And any questions I have, I'll figure out as I keep going yeah. back and yeah. learning. Yeah. It was probably more the way I looked at it, too. Yeah. I didn't, it just didn't it bother
2: me. It yeah.
1: wasn't shocking. It was mm-hmm. a little strange, but mm-hmm. it figured it, it Well,
2: figured and my husband was in change. a fraternity, and I was in a sorority, and so a little bit of some of the things that went on in the temple were the initia- familiar. Initiation yeah. stuff. Yeah, oh, were kind of familiar <laughs> to us. We were kind of like, okay. I had you never know. thought of that analogy. I but, think that's how you know, we were, were thinking of it. You know, so, join yeah. the
1: club and get initiated.
2: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess.
1: So uh okay, then what what's next? <laughs>
2: um so um we just dove in. I mean we were busy, we had young children um working, um and just Doing, going to church, doing our callings, callings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a lot of primary Cub, callings, Cub I did Cub leader. Scouts for a long time, did and you? I loved it, did I you? loved it, loved it, and mother, huh? yeah, 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 and I had my little, my boys, you know, I was Cub Scout leader when they were little mother, boys, yeah. and so that was a lot of fun, yeah. I did activity days when my daughter was about that age, too, okay. and um, knew the little neighbor kids through all that, okay. and it was just fun, and I enjoyed it. Okay, so I guess the big question, what happens? So, two, let's see, <laughs> <laughs> really 2015 happened. Um, so this is just so recent for you. It's really it? recent yeah. for me. So probably to back up just a little bit, my, um, I have a niece I'm very close to, I'm very close to all my, my nieces and nephews um, who is gay. And she came out um, to us probably like just a few years before that, yeah. um, it, but it didn't bother me. I was fine with it. I, I it just wasn't a big deal. And then the um, policy change in November 2015 happened. And I was in church, <clears throat> and they had taken all the primary um, teachers out of primary during sharing time, taken us all into a room, and I remember they had us um, stand in a circle, um, had our arms folded, our um, heads bowed, told us um, about the change um, in, that was going to happen with regarding gay people and their children. Maybe
1: it would be appropriate for you to share what that... What they said then.
2: So what they said at that time was that um, that the children of um, gay couples or gay members of the church would not be allowed to be baptized or blessed or um, yeah Yeah. or any of the other or be involved in any of the other things of of the church and particularly the ones that stood out to me were the saving ordinances like baptism um, and getting priesthood. So the um, young these, men couldn't
1: get priesthood, and they had yeah. to wait until what? They were eighteen. They right? had
2: to be eighteen, and if they were, and if they wanted to, like go on a mission or any of those things, they had to disavow their parents. Um, and I remember being it was being read to us, and I remember having my head bowed and just tears streaming down my face. Um, I was so upset, uh, and I
1: could not even believe when I read it that uh, the church could even think about coming out with something like uh,
2: that. It was so upsetting. Yeah. I um, may
1: not be yeah. aware have they changed that position at all Mm-mm, still not same. as far
2: as I know, and it's still they still have to they have to disavow their parents and they can't live in the same home as their gay parents either
1: if they I mean after they're 18 mm-hmm.
2: if they once they turn 18 because up
1: to 18 they can't doesn't matter because mm-hmm. they can't do anything anyway but mm-hmm. after 18 they have to leave their parents. Mm-hmm disavow their beliefs or disavow Mm -hmm. them their
2: gay lifestyle and then i think that's how they phrased it and then um they have to um leave their parents home and then like if they want to go on a mission um then they will leave um and i believe that that's the way that they have to have to live their lives is
1: so you were upset at this did you notice anyone else in the? That's an interesting thing to be in a circle, I guess. It's yeah. Almost a prayer circle. But, it was almost a uh, lot like that and it was yeah, it was
2: I just remember being I, I remember being very upset. I was shaking, I was bawling, and I don't think I was really paying much attention to what other people were feeling no. because I just knew that I had this unique situation with my niece. Sure. Um and I I just felt like well, nobody would out. under yeah, yeah. I just didn't feel like anybody would understand how how horrifying that was yeah. that I, I felt, well, how I felt was that I was going to have to disavow my niece in sure. order to stay a good, true member of the church. Well, she
1: would have to disavow.
2: Well, she, so she's, yeah, so she's not, a, you know, they're not, none of my family is, are oh, none of my family is true believing members of the church. None of them were in the church. I was, oh. my mother and I were the only ones hanging on with bloody fingernails. <laughs> Everybody else had been out, had mm. really didn't, have anything to do with the church? Didn't really care about any of this, um, but it broke my heart. Yeah.
1: What did you think of Jesus at this point? Both as an LDS or as an LDS, and then maybe even this news.
2: <clears throat> so, be so before I believed everything I was told. Jesus was our exemplar, our Savior, our the person that we looked to, our older, brother, our older brother, the person that we looked to. We were to follow in his pattern and in yeah. his footsteps. Um, so I believed all of that. I remember distinctly thinking that I could not believe in a God or a Jesus that would um, make some sort of policy towards, I just, I couldn't believe it. Especially believe it. now knowing what we know about the Bible and what he really, yeah. how he
1: really lived at Desimba. kind of strange, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah.
2: So it was, it, I had a really, that part was, I felt like a really turning point for me because yeah. I could have just turned my back on Jesus altogether at that point because I was, I, I was like, I cannot believe in a God that would do this.
1: Yeah, because you're still believing the church is true, mm-hmm. but then you start questioning even the existence of God mm-hmm. or him being involved in all this.
2: Mm-hmm. Did
1: you notice Jesus in or in the temple? Did you What, what sense did you have of him in, in the temple?
2: You know, that's interesting because I actually didn't think about this until the, this last little bit that I've yeah. been coming out of Mormonism. I feel like Jesus was kind of tacked on at the end didn't you too? I That's did. I, I remember thinking everything is this whole thing that we're going through in the temple. And at the very, very end, they tack on a little bit about Jesus and his sacrifice on the cross. It was this little part at the very end of it. <laughs> so, but I, didn't, I don't know that I really thought about that until later. Yeah. When I was looking into it and going, you know, Jesus really isn't in that ceremony. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's it's funny how when we can look back now, we see how little He is in everything, and it, mm-hmm. it's just so so. Much. So that upset you. What did you mm-hmm. do with that information then? And
2: so the first thing I did was I went home and I told my husband about it, and um, got on my knees and I cried and I prayed. And I read the scriptures, and when you say the scriptures, what? So like Book, Book of Mormon, Mormon Doctrine and Covenant. Doctrine and Covenant. looking for answers or yeah, something. Yeah, I did yeah. read the Bible, but um, you know we're led to believe the Bible is suspect and no, not to so be trusted. Can't so trust it. yeah, and prayed a lot, and and uh, really wanted to understand because I at that time still believed that the prophet spoke to God, oh, and sure. so it never occurred to me to say. Well, the prophet is saying this. The prophet's wrong. I thought, well, God's wrong. It, you yeah. know, that's how much yeah. I associated um, that's funny, the prophet it? with God. Yeah, yeah. That he
1: was always correct. And <laughs> so did uh, what happened then? Did you did you quit going to church or you not? Going? Not right
2: away. So I think that was in November. Um, so I started. Um, doing mostly praying and reading scriptures and things. And then I started looking around on the internet Mm -hmm. and, um, found some course information. I have a son who has been kind of on me for a lot of years about, um, church history things like um joseph smith and the rock and the hat he he knew things and he would say things to me and i would just be like i don't want to hear it i don't don't talk to me about that that's not true i don't want (laughs) to hear any of this stuff it's all anti-mormon it's all anti-mormon i stayed away from it like i was taught and um as soon as i started looking of course i found a lot of information on the internet um i found your um youtube site um and then i found myself trying to figure out what, if anything, to do about the information that I was learning. Yeah. Um, and so that went into probably December, f- January of the next year. Um, and as things went on, it just got worse and worse and worse. So this is just um,
1: about a year ago or so. Yeah,
2: yeah, it will be a year in um, Easter was the last time I attended church, an LDS church. Oh. So yeah, it's been, it went, it felt like everything unraveled really quickly Yeah. at that point. Um,
1: Did you start learning? I call all of that. Stuff we learn on the internet, the bad news, <laughs> and the good news is Jesus and grace mm-hmm. and stuff. Had you ever yeah. understood grace before? Not
2: in not in the sense that I do now. Yeah. Um, at the time, I still believed that it was grace, but I had stuff I had to do as well.
1: You mentioned the parable of the, yeah. Of the bicycle.
2: Yeah, where we, we do as much as we can, and then Jesus, and then Jesus takes up the slack. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's so different uh, now, it, isn't it? It is you, really different. You
1: realize who Jesus is and what he did for yeah. us. Yeah. Now you explained kind of in to me a little earlier that you really haven't had what you'd call a big water a, a big uh, born again moment, Not,
0: and I haven't yeah. either. Okay. So
1: <laughs> So I think that's doable, mm-hmm. but you're you're a new creature. Mm-hmm. You believe that you oh, see yes. things differently, you mm-hmm. understand things differently. Yes. Talk talk to uh, about that a little bit.
2: Well, I just I just now know that the the huge huge sacrifice that Jesus did for us was on the cross Right. that and that that is everything it's n- there's not anything that I bring to the table you know <laughs> it is I it's his righteousness it's I I know it's there's nothing there I I've spent most of my church time believing that if I was good enough, of course. if I checked the boxes, if I went to church and read oh. my scriptures and did my callings and paid my tithing and went to the temple, did all <laughs> those things, I was guaranteed a spot. <laughs> oh
1: yeah,
2: and that's I, the promise. And then, it? But in all those things that I just said, not one of them is believe that Jesus died for me yeah. and that he did it all and took it all on him.
1: My yoke is easy, my burden is light. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and, and yeah, and I thought that I that I could do it.
1: What made that little transition? That must have been a moment in time though for you to say, wow, I I'm seeing this differently now.
2: Well and it's really um, my my new pastor and my new church um, opened my eyes to that because I didn't I didn't really understand yeah. any of the um, the things that Christians know and, right. and believe.
1: Well isn't that what you were kind of saying when we when we're good <clears throat> Mormons and then we come to realize the church isn't true we don't have a foundation in Jesus. We don't trust the Bible. So now what? Now what exactly? Yeah. So what, what? How did you find your church? And what, how was it going the first time? That must have been a unique. Yeah, was for me.
2: <laughs> so I I left. Um, I had found this church. Um, it's in. It was in my neighborhood. They have. They had signs up and things. Um, and the day that I decided I was not going to go anymore, I left church that day, and I drove over there. What moment. Oh, it was, yeah, I, I left church. I got in my car, and I drove over there, and I thought, oh, for sure, surely nobody Heart goes candy. here. I know. <laughs> yes, out of my chest. Yeah. Um, and I thought, well, surely nobody goes there. I mean, yeah. nobody goes there, right? And so I went there, and there was a lot of cars in the parking lot. I thought, mm. okay. Um, and it was at the end of the service, so people were leaving, and I sat in my car for a few minutes, stealing my resolve. Yeah. And probably the hardest thing I ever did in my life was to walk across I, that threshold into that church. Yeah, had a
1: cross on it, probably. It
2: did, and I walked in. And were you wearing a dress? I was. I was oh, dressed in my by, <laughs> well, I was dressed in my LDS church clothes. <laughs> sure. And I walked in, and at the at, um, I walked into the sanctuary, which I yeah. didn't know what it was called nope. at the time, yeah. and walked up and there were these three women sitting at the front of the church and I stilled my resolve and walked up there. And yes, How brave is <sighs> that? It was, so, proud of it was so hard. It was <laughs> so hard. And I walked up there and they sat down. I They said, had yeah, I me mean, sit down and talk to me for a few minutes and all three of them were ex-Mormons.
1: <laughs> yeah. Isn't God great? He just absolutely okay. Come on, I've got these three ladies just sitting for you. And
2: I could not have met more wonderful women. And they sat down and, and they prayed with me. And prayed with you. talked to Isn't me. Isn't that unique? It was awesome. Yeah. That's
1: what our pastor did the first time. He put his arms around me and Carla and just prayed with us.
2: Yeah. There's something really powerful. When somebody says they'll pray with you yeah. um, versus pray for you, I mean being yeah, saying you're going to pray for somebody is awesome, but when somebody says they're going to pray with you that's yeah. just so powerful, yeah, they held my hands, they prayed, <laughs> and i was I just felt like okay this is this is where I need where i'm supposed to be this yeah. is this is where the Lord has led me to yeah. to be so that I don't walk off a cliff without a yeah. net, it's so a net. it was wonderful yeah
1: uh, and I mean, I, I, for the audience and for those maybe Mormons, hopefully, that are listening to this, it's just, um, there's just no denying what's happened, right? I mean, there's no, nothing now in the good news that would bring us back to accept all of that bad news of mm-hmm. Book of Abraham and Book okay. of Mormon <laughs> and, uh, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. and Even the temple now, do you, have you, I don't know what you studied about that, oh, but the goodness. temple is so different, mm-hmm. uh,
2: I look at it now and I realize that it's the teachings of a man and yeah. not the teachings of God. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just amazing? a completely different yeah. um, thing to me.
1: What do you think the Mormons most misunderstand then? About?
2: I think that um, the big thing that I probably hear the most is that um, we can just believe in Jesus and we don't have to do anything else. And will be saved. Well, that's true.
1: Oh, eat, drink and be married mm, and everything. yeah, yeah. Be,
2: right. And I think there was some. I I don't know that I'm going to do this justice, but there's some phrase that I heard about Christians can believe in Jesus and live like hell and go to heaven, oh, or yeah. you know. And um, but what I've learned is that the reverse is true. So that once you've you've accepted Jesus and who he is and what he's done for us, yeah. that now you want to go and do what he did, yeah. and and help the needy, and feed the poor, and, and all yeah. those things, rather than doing it first, and hoping that he'll, you bless know, bless us. <laughs> yeah,
1: do, you know. We would do good works because we've been saved, and because we love God and our fellow man. Mm-hmm. One thing that also right. struck me was, was the judging and the pride issue did you deal with that much at all
2: well I did and I have to tell you so my um my nephew one time through my ch- my son once told my son that he thought that I was judgmental while I was a Mormon what a shock I know I, it, well it upset me and my we son are, told though, me weren't we? yeah because mm-hmm. I thought you know I was going to heaven for sure right yeah,
1: and if you're sinning and you're not going to church and you're not doing what you're supposed to yeah yeah you know, you know, we just judge and then mm-hmm. the pride that we're doing it right <sighs> yeah yeah. <laughs> so what did you? What did what'd your son say?
2: Well, he did, he told me that he Brandon said he thought I was judgmental, <laughs> and I was, I was horrified by that. It was very upsetting. Yeah. Um, Is I this ho- when you were a good actor? This was, yeah. This okay. was before I. Yeah. It was actually before the the policy change, I think, oh, too. Okay. Even. even then. Um, my niece had come out recently, and I think that was yeah. part of it too. Okay. So, but yeah, I. I like to think I'm a little less judgmental <laughs> because I realize we're all sinners. Well, we're more
1: accepting yeah. of people and their flaws and, mm-hmm. and, and, and things. So. Well, because we're all flawed. That's yeah. The main, yeah. Did you know that as a Mormon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I no. didn't either. No. I, <laughs> I knew I wasn't perfect, as no. we always say. Yeah. But I never realized I was a sinner in need of a Savior. No. no. And, uh, well, believe it or not, our time's getting close yep. already. Mm-hmm. What would you say to your family, friends, and, and the, those out there?
2: Um I think I would just like to say that I'm happier now. I'm happier being a Christian. I I believe in Jesus. I I love the sacrifice on the cross. I love what I'm learning yeah. in the Bible. Um I love people. I love being able to do um um uh, things for other people that are not told to me to do. You know, I'm waiting for an assignment to go right. and do something now I waiting can Waiting for your next yeah, calling. <laughs> right. Now I can go out and and pray and have the Lord um, lead me to where He wants me to go yeah. and what He wants me to do with my time and effort and talents. And yeah. that's been freeing and I love it.
1: It's, you mentioned prayer earlier to, to me maybe, I didn't know what came up here, but prayers are different now, aren't they?
2: Prayers are very different. Yeah, Yeah. I, I spent way? a lot of time in primary teaching children how to pray yeah. um, with uh, certain steps that you had to go through to pray and now, it's just it's an open an open way of inviting the Lord into a conversation yeah. with me. So
1: we feel that close relationship, don't we? Mm-hmm. And you mentioned yeah. in a funny way about all these men in between you and God. Yeah. Say yeah. restate that for us.
2: <laughs> so when I was well, when I was a Mormon I had a lot of people between me and my relationship with Jesus Christ. I had Um, A patriarch and a family for for nothing (laughs) else and a bishop, state president. And 70s and general authorities and a prophet and everybody. And now there's just my relationship with Christ. And it's wonderful.
1: That's so freeing.
2: It is very freeing.
1: You know, what would be really fun is in about 10 years, we get together and do (laughs) this again. And you tell us how your journey's been, because it's just a year. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you come to the knowledge of that, then... Then the doors are open. Heaven seems open. I mean, you just understand uh, what a beauty this good news is, Mm -hmm. and it is good news. It's wonderful. Yeah. Well, gosh, Tracy, we're we're done, I guess. And uh, really appreciate you coming up and sharing your story. And um, I hope somebody will listen to this and kind of think maybe maybe there's something there that I'm missing. Yeah. Because you're a lovely young lady and got lots to share. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.
0: This has been the audio edition of The Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit ExMormonFiles.com. From there you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at contact at xmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon.